Do you want to stay more focused on the right goals in your life or even just figure out what the right goals are for you? Do you want clarity? Do you want better work-life balance? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Success Through Failure. Welcome to the Success Through Failure podcast, the show that reveals failure as your path to success. You'll listen to intriguing interviews with some of the most successful people on the planet and learn how their failures became a launchpad for success and how yours can too. Here's your host, former Division I All-American wrestler, former Division I head coach, speaker, and personal coach, Jim Harshaw. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw. We're here with another solo episode. I shouldn't say we, because it's just me uh, running this thing. So um, got a couple other folks who helped me, Zenar and Leka, both helped me out with this. But uh, but it is just me sitting here uh, recording into the microphone, speaking directly to you. I love doing these. Uh, I've been doing quite a few of these, actually. If you go back, I don't know, six months or so, you can see in the last six months, I've done a lot more of these. And interestingly, these episodes tend to get more listens. So uh, apparently you want to hear from me. Go figure. Uh, My kids and wife don't want to hear from me, so at least you do. So thank you. And it is spring here in Charlottesville, and I love it. The sun is out right now. Uh, It's a little bit chilly still, but man, I love spring in Charlottesville, Virginia. We get like some snow. Usually get some snow, and you usually get some 70-degree days. It's awesome. And I always remember back when I was wrestling in college, spring break would always fall on the week where we were training for the NCAA championship. So nobody were, no students were around and it would just be beautiful outside. And, uh, man, we'd be training for national. So it was, uh, it was just an awesome time of year. And no matter what time of year you're listening to this, this is a podcast. You could be listening to this and it could be six months from when I'm recording this and you're headed into winter. And, uh, that's an awesome time of year too, because there's a lot of, awesome things about winter. I just, uh, I'm an optimist. I'm seeing the positive in uh, every time of year. I just love having seasons. And uh, gosh, with spring, if any of you parents are out there listening, you know what it means in the spring. You got to start planning for those summer camps. I was just talking to my wife, to Allie earlier about summer camps. Holy mackerel. Like buy another house, go on a round the world vacation for the price of what you spend on Kids camps in the summer. My goodness. I mean, actually, we got four kids, so that'll that'll do you in right there. But uh, holy mackerel! But it's um, it's awesome. Can't wait till summer, man. We got some awesome vacations planned and some camping trips planned and uh, all that kind of stuff. And I love it. And summer means a lot of time with the kids, and it's awesome to get that kind of uh, quality time with them, but also. There's uh, the kids can drive each other crazy, and the kids can drive me and my wife crazy sometimes. So full disclosure, but um, and, and that will you know sometimes I, I lose my patience, right? And I think all of us fall into that category sometimes, right? I run my mastermind groups. I have several groups going right now, and uh, by the way, I'd love to have you join one if you're interested in checking one out. Just give me uh, set up a time on my calendar. Go to jimharshawjr.com slash apply, and you can apply for uh, just a free one-on-one call with me, no obligation. We just we just chat, kind of find out what's working for you, what's not working for you, and if I can help you get what you want, I certainly will. If not, I'll point you in the right direction. But, um, but one of the things that's been coming up a lot lately, I've asked people to identify a weakness, and the weakness, one of them, that, well, actually the one that's come up most often is patience. 
I was like, ah, well, me too. So let's uh, let's talk about this, right? Let's let's talk about how we can be more patient, right? Uh, whether it's someone cuts you off in traffic, or you're running late, or you know your kids are fighting, or the dog's barking, or whatever it is, right? That that makes you get you frustrated, or gets under your skin, and and makes you impatient. Uh, let's talk about that. And let's talk about ways to combat that. Ways to get better. If that's one of your weaknesses, that's one of the things that that does the opposite of bringing you joy in your life. Let's be intentional about it, right? Let's not just drift through life going, well, it's just the way it is. You know, things are going to make me frustrated. I'm going to get impatient. I'm an impatient person. Let's actually, let's actually change that. Let's actually be intentional about improving this area of our lives where we want to get better. Something that, that brings us negativity. Let's flip that switch and make it a positive. And what am I talking about here with patience? Well, here's some signs that you're impatient or you're being impatient or you're getting impatient and that frustration might be building in you. Uh, it's like when you're clenching your hands, or maybe even curling your toes, right? Um, you might have that muscle tension in other parts of your body, whether it's your hands, your feet, or, or otherwise. Uh, you get restless, right? You're, you feel your leg kind of bouncing up and down or you're tapping your fingers, um, shallower breathing. That's one I don't notice so much, but maybe I do that, right? Shallower breathing. Um, certainly if you're angry or annoyed, that's a sign that you're, you're, you have impatience or you're, you're becoming impatient. Uh, anxiety. Sometimes that anxiety just shows itself in those clenched hands or curled toes or restless hands, etc. Uh, maybe if you're rushing, rushing around, right? Um, just, just going too fast. These are all signs that you're being impatient, right? And I want to be, be cautious to not label ourselves as impatient people, right? Just like failure is an event, not a person, impatience is an event. It's not a defining characteristic of you, right? So it's just something that, that happens. And so let's find those triggers. And because if you can if you can get to the root cause, if you can identify those triggers, then you can actually take action on it, right? Then you can actually be intentional. So so the first step here is to find your triggers. So you, you can do that easily by just thinking back, right? Like right now you can probably say, oh, well, I was impatient uh, the other day whenever I was at work and a coworker was doing something, right, that, that bothered me or, or didn't get a report turned in on time or whatever the case might be. So you can, you can think of that, right? Um, but here's another great way, and I'd like you to think about doing this, is just grab a Post-it note and put it either beside your desk at work or in your car or put one in each place. And just over the course of the next week, whenever you identify a trigger, just jot it down. Just write it down real quick. Just super quick, shorthand. Keep a pen and a Post-it note real handy. And just write it down, right? If it's easier to do it on your phone, go ahead and do it on your phone. Um, you can open up a note or something like that or a to-do on your to-do list if you have an electronic to-do list there. But but keep track of it for a week, right? Just uh, identify those triggers. Whenever you identify those triggers, now you can attack them, right? And some of the triggers you might find are going to be, they're going to fall into one or two, one of two categories. Number one, they're going to be either external or internal. So external is uh, someone makes you late Right, somebody else makes you late, and oh, by the way, uh, if you want to take the extreme ownership mindset of this, uh, you make you late. Right? It's 
not somebody else made me late. It's I failed to plan for this, right? So it's always good to look in the mirror and turn that self, turn that, turn that back around. <clears throat> I'm talking to you, Jim, talking to myself here, right? Turn it back around and say, hey, it's not that person that's making me late. I failed to plan properly. Uh, so that might be one, one external one, uh, kids, your kids fighting, right? Uh, drives me bonkers, right? They're just fighting over, a, you know, just trivial things like I did when I was a kid with my sisters. Uh, you might be nervous about something else. Like you might have this outside pressure. Like you have a job interview coming up or a project or a deadline at work. Another one for me is noise. Like if there's two noises, I can handle it. Like if I'm at home and like dinner's cooking and sizzling on the on the on the stove and we're having a conversation if there's like a third noise like the dog barking at the same time then i start to get like i can feel the anxiety building up the fourth one i'll oh, forget it. i blow my lid <laughs> so uh, that's that's definitely a trigger for me um and, and then like i said the other one is internal triggers and some of those might be Hunger, like I definitely, when I'm hungry, uh, I definitely, there, it's just real subtle, but I know that's a trigger for me. And I've actually been, become aware of that over the past year or so, that if, I, if I'm if i getting frustrated, I can say, wait a second, am I hungry? And if I am, I just get a snack and it changes, right? And not only does it actually make me obviously not hungry and, and therefore uh, more patient, but there's also this sort of psychological, like, oh, I've identified the thing, I've taken action on the thing, and now I am more patient, right? Whether I am or not, I actually you know, become more patient because you know there's this psychological aspect of I've, I did something to fix that. Uh, dehydration is another one, right? If you're just dehydrated, you're thirsty, your body's not operating optimally there, right? Get a drink of water, identify that. Um, another one is internal one is fatigue, like. You're just tired. Didn't get enough sleep last night, uh, or you're tired from something else. Fatigue is definitely one that affects a lot of people, makes them more irritable, less patient with things. So, um, so identify these, right? Like I said, keep that post-it note handy or, or jot those notes down on your phone over the course of just a week, right? Keep it simple. You don't have to do some big, massive project on your life here, but just identify those few things that are triggers for you. Um, now, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you 12 practical, actionable tactics to help you become more patient. And I don't want you to get overwhelmed with trying to remember 12 of these, right? Pick two, maybe three that resonate with you and do those. You don't, I def, please don't try to go, oh, I got to remember all 12 of these. You don't. Uh, but I, I do encourage you to at least grab a hold of the action plan from this episode and you can have that and keep it handy. You can save that PDF. It's just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. So just jimharshawjr.com slash action and you'll get access to all of the action plans, not just the one from this episode, but every single episode I've ever done uh, that has an action plan. It's just probably, I don't know, 180 of the almost 190 episodes are going to have an, have an action plan there. Plus there's like eight or 10 other resources, just eBooks and some great stuff. So definitely grab a hold of that. And once you, um, once you get access to that, you just save the, just bookmark that link to my website and you'll, you'll have access, access to that anytime. So, cause you'll get, I'll email you a link. And as soon as you go to that page, punch in your email, I'll send you a link. Just keep that link. And every week you get every action plan. They just get updated right there. So uh, now listen, what I'm talking about here, why, why do you want to do this? Why do you want to be more patient? Well, I told you when you 
When you're not patient, it steals your joy. And it steals the joy of others around you. You're not operating optimally. You're not thinking straight. You're not in your peak performance state when you're frustrated, when you're impatient. So this is an important, important thing in your life to work on. So here we go. Now, none of these are easy. I'm going to give you 12. None of them are easy, but nothing worth doing is easy, right? So this is going to be work that you're going to have to put in, right? So here we go. Number one, this is the key. If there's one lead domino in any of these 12 that I'm going to give you, this is the one, but I'm going to get, they're going to get more concrete, practical, and actionable as we go here. But this first one is a little bit less sort of practical. It's more sort of like theory, maybe a little nebulous here, but it's this. It's being mindful of your own impatience, being aware, right? If you're not even aware that you're doing it, you can't fix it, right? If you're, if you're not aware of your impatience in the moment, there's, you, can't, you can't attack it. You can't fix it, right? So you have to be mindful. And so how do you be mindful? Let me give you some concrete stuff there. Journal about it. Talk to your coach about it. Have conversations about it. Talk to your pastor. Talk to your spouse. Talk to your friend. When you do these things, it becomes top of mind. It's like when you buy a new car. We just got a, a, a Nissan Armada. And now every, everywhere we drive all over town, my son always goes, there's another Armada. There's another Armada. He, he sees them everywhere. I don't even see him. He sees them all the time. He's like, but it's because we have one, right? They were there before. But now it's just top of mind, so he sees them all over the place. We see them everywhere. So when you keep this top of mind, when you, when you have conversations, when you do some journaling about being patient, you will be simply more mindful. And then when you're in the moment, you go, ah, this is what I was just talking about an hour ago or yesterday. This is what I was journaling about earlier this week. So you can identify it, right? So that's number one. That's the key, right? So if there's, if there's any one of these that you remember, that should be the one, okay? But like I said, pick two or three. Here's another one. If you identify eating or drinking, uh, you know, uh, hunger or, or dehydration or thirst as one of your triggers, guess what? What do you think you should do there? Eat or drink. You got it. That was an easy one. All right. That was a layup. Um, next one, number three, rest, right? If you identify fatigue as one of your triggers, Rest, okay? Again, a no-brainer, right? You want to get more sleep. You want to get better sleep. Um, sleep with an eye mask. Uh, minimize this, you know, things that are going to wake you up in your bedroom at night. Uh, light, etc. You know, try to get better sleep. Now, here's, here's another little trick that, that I swear a lot of people, I don't, I don't know why more people don't do this, but power naps. And I'm not even talking about like a 15, 20 minute nap, which is awesome. I love to do that because you, that 15, 20 minute window, you can take a nap. You can go out to your car, middle of the work day, or you can lay down, whatever it is. And if you hit that 15, 20 minute window, you don't fall totally asleep where it's hard to come out of it. You can wake up and be instantly back to where you were, right? You're not falling into that deep sleep. Anything over, they say about 25 minutes, you really start getting into a deeper sleep. So, so just do the, do the 15, 20 minute thing. Now, here's the, here's the thing. If, I, if you only have five minutes, you can take a nap, right? I actually did this yesterday. I was going into a meeting and I was a few minutes early and I was, ju- I was just tired. And I said, you know, what? I'm going to take a five minute nap. And I felt so good after my five minutes. I just kicked my seat back in my car, five minutes. I didn't fall asleep. 
but I just I just really focus on relaxing my body and just just letting go. And when my alarm went off, I just I felt a little bit better. I felt five percent better, maybe ten percent better. And man, that's a lot when you're when you're trying to just maximize your yourself and maximize your potential. What if you don't have five minutes? What if you only have like a minute and a half? Well, take a break, and and you know you're not going to be able to fall asleep necessarily, but but take take some deep breaths. I, I love this one, Doctor Gilbert from the Success Hotline. Introduced, I had him on an episode what thirty three, um, but this is one that that he shared with me once. He said uh, you can do this five minute relaxation exercise. You go, you take a deep breath, and you go, and you count out five, four, three, two, one, nice and slow on your out breath, and on 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 the five count. You relax from your knees to your feet. On the four count, you relax your upper legs, so from your waist to your knees. On your three count, you relax your, your body, your torso. On your two count, you relax your arms. And on your one count, you relax from your neck and above. All right, five, four, three, two, one. That's rest. Okay, that can reset you. That can help you be more patient. Okay, especially if I identify if you identify that as a trigger. And I'll be honest, that's probably a trigger for everybody. Let's face it. All right, next one. Recognize and pause. Okay, if you're being impatient, realize that it's not the end of the world, and that you're going to get through this. This is not a big deal. So it's being in that moment, right? Um, I talked about being mindful earlier. This is like being mindful and then actually catching yourself, right? And when you catch yourself, you know, you're going to do one of these other things. You might eat, you might rest, you might do some of these other things that I'm, that I'm talking about here, but, but you've got to catch yourself. Okay. You've got to have the, the awareness, the presence of mind to catch yourself and then relax, catch yourself and then do something to, to break that, right. To, to break that, uh, impatience or that moment of impatience. Uh, next one is this empathize. Uh, you know, the person you're being, if you're, if you're being impatient with a person, then you're reacting at a person or, or, or for some reason they're doing something that's making you impatient right now. Recognize that if you were them, you'd be doing the same thing. Okay. Maybe they cut you off in traffic. Maybe they said something to you at work that just didn't set well with you. Um, Maybe it's one of your kids, right? Trying to get out the door and your five-year-old doesn't like her purple socks and she wants her pink socks, right? <laughs> I'm speaking from experience here. And you're frustrated, right? And this, you, you're impatient, right? We got to get out the door. Well, guess what? There, but for the grace of God, I go. There, but for the grace of God, I go. I don't know who said that quote. You can probably Google that. But... It's such a great quote, right? And, and, you know, if you were them, if you were that person, you'd be doing the same thing, right? If you had this, and it's true, you might be saying, nah, I wouldn't do that. But guess what? If you had the same life experiences, the same upbringing, the same everything, guess what? There but for the grace of God, I go. You'd be doing the same thing. Um, Stanley McChrystal, uh, retired general, he said this. He said, quote, our enemies often have a rational position and it's very defensible. In many cases, if you put yourself on the other side of the table, you could see their position and except for fate, you may be on that side. Okay? 
empathize. Empathize. If you can do that, you're going to be more patient. Here's another one. Catching yourself in that situation, catching yourself in the midst of, of impatience, find humor in the situation, right? What can you laugh at? Can you laugh at how intense you're getting, right? How impatient you're getting? Can you laugh and, and realize, gosh, man, I remember I did that once, right? Can you find humor in the situation? Because if you can, you will cut the tension and, and you'll feel better and you'll be more patient. Here's the next one. Gratitude. Yeah, you've heard me talk about this before. Gratitude. Be grateful. We all, all of us have friends and family who would love to be in that situation that you're so dang frustrated about, right? That one that you're impatient about. How many people do you know that would give anything, anything to be in that situation, right? Be grateful. Look around. Think about what you do have. Realize that at the end of the day, man, probably what you're being impatient about, you know, it doesn't matter all that much, right? At the end of the day. So be grateful. All right, next one, visualize. And this works best before a frustrating situation, but you know, if you're walking into a situation where you might get frustrated, right? It's a, it's a business meeting or, or something like that, and you might feel that impatience coming, visualize. Visualize the scenario going well, right? Visualize and feel yourself being patient, right? Feel that conversation that you're going to have or feel, you know, what it's going to feel like whenever you're waiting for something to finish, right? You're standing in line or whatever it is that's going to make you impatient. Feel patience by visualizing, right? Visualize, usually I try to visualize like the end of whatever it is, right? Um, you're walking out of the meeting or, or, or you know, walking out away from whatever you're waiting in line for that you might otherwise get impatient for. Visualize yourself walking away with a smile on your face and knowing that, man, I was patient during that whole time, right? So that's another one, visualize. Next one, 10-minute rule. 10-minute rule. This is... I, for me, being late is one of my triggers. So I have this thing I call the 10-minute rule. It drives my wife crazy, but it always works. And she knows it. Don't tell her I said that. But when you you say, okay, we've got to leave here for church at 10 o'clock, I'm saying we got to leave it for church at 9.50. Or anything you're, you're scheduling around, you're like build in that extra 10 minutes. Because think about it. When you're off somewhere and you're, you're, you're running late, and you're driving down the road going, man, I'm late again. What, how much time do you need? It's 10 minutes. It's always 10 minutes, right? You're always 10 minutes late, right? Maybe it's five, and that way 10 minutes gives you an extra five minutes, but you're going to use that extra five minutes because you're going to hit the restroom or get a drink of water or whatever it is. You're going to bump into somebody, and, and that's going to swallow up that, that other five minutes you might have to spare, but 10-minute rule. So anytime you have to be somewhere or do something, if you're the person who's always late or always rushing, Give yourself the 10 minute rule, right? You got a meeting at three o'clock, tell yourself you got a meeting at 2.50. And what are you gonna do with that extra 10 minutes? You'll figure it out. It's gonna vanish. It's gonna get used up, right? Planning for the meeting or whatever might come up, right? So 10 minute rule, that's a big one. That's a big one for me. Here's another one, next one, mantra. 
have a mantra. Now, uh, one of my clients, he may be listening right now, you know, he had a situation where, uh, you know, with his mother, he would always get in arguments, right? And, and he realized that he's just at the stage of his life. He's like, I, I don't, I don't need to argue or right? I don't really care to argue. I'm not going to get sucked into that. I don't want to get sucked into that. So he came up with a mantra and the mantra was this. I choose not to contend. I choose not to contend, right? I think if you're going to go into a conversation that where you're going to get impatient, I choose not to contend. How about this? I choose to stay patient. I choose to remain patient. Right? Whatever it is you're waiting for, whatever it is you're getting annoyed by, right? I choose not to contend. I choose to remain patient. Or how about this? I'm as patient as Job. Right? Job, if you don't know, Job from the Bible endured tremendous, tremendous hardships. And that's where that saying came, being patient as Job. So use that. Use that mantra. I am, I am, I choose, right? Those are powerful, powerful words to use in your mantra, whether it's around patience or anything else. All right, next one, reframe, okay? Reframe, and this is what I mean by that. If a person makes you impatient, remember how you may have done the same thing to others, right? Or if you're like impatient with your kids, I know this is a recurring topic because that's me, right? Okay, this is my own life. You're, you're getting a little window in here. <laughs> but if you're impatient at your kids, think about how important it is for you to be a good parent and a good role model, right? Or, or tie your thoughts to your values and what's important to you, right? Think about, you know, if you're, if you're getting impatient with a coworker, you know, what's the higher... It's the higher calling here, right? To be a good leader, to be a good role model, to be a good teammate. Um, think about it. Think about the scenario, the situation that you're in, and think about reframing it. Think about the higher calling there. All right. And now here's the last one. This is similar to the mantra, but it's different in that. It's this. It's an affirmation. Okay. Here's and this is the one I'm gonna this is this is the way I want to frame this one for you is change how you describe yourself, right? And this is the one, this is the last one. This one's gonna have an exclamation mark next to it because when you start telling yourself, I am an impatient person, or uh, I am an unfit, unhealthy person, or I'm not smart enough to do what when you start saying that you are one of those things, then you're going to pull yourself into that the gravitational pull. You're going to allow yourself to get sucked into the gravitational pull of being that person, right? So the way you can say this affirmation is, I am getting better at being patient. I am more patient now than I've ever been before. Okay. This is a little bit different than the mantra, but it is, this is an affirmation, right? And, and you're like, ah, affirmations aren't for me. Well, guess what? They should be. Um, Muhammad Ali said, it's the repetition of affirmations that leads to belief. And when that belief becomes a deep conviction, things begin to happen, right? You talk to elite performers. This is what they do. Do you want to be an elite performer? Do you want to get rid of your patience that's holding you back? whether in your relationships or at work or just stealing your joy, sucking your energy, 
try this. I am, I am getting better at being patient. I am more patient now than I've ever been, right? This is an affirmation. Use these affirmations to help you become more positive and more patient and breaking through that one extra layer that's holding you back. Thank you for listening. If you got any value out of this, please give this a share, right? You know there's so many people that that struggle with patience. Give this a share. Maybe post the link on Facebook. You can just go to jimharshawjr.com slash 189. That's jimharshawjr.com slash 189. And you can just post that into Twitter, onto Facebook, et cetera, and share with anybody that uh, you can share publicly like that, or you can shoot somebody a, a text and say, hey, check out this podcast, jimharshawjr.com slash 189. And uh, I hope you do that. I hope you can you can pass this along and make somebody else's day just a little brighter that they can they can benefit from this as well. And, and I'll be honest, that's how this thing grows, man. That's how, that's how, uh, how my podcast grows is through you sharing it. So thank you for doing that. And if you want to get the action plan, make sure to go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. And taking us out, you know the drill. As always, take the time to get clear on your goals and embrace failure as a stepping stone on your path to success.